This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, before we start today's episode, two quick church announcements. First, for those of you guys who don't know, we have a membership program called The Society, which is an exclusive membership group as an extension to this podcast for people who want to grow in faith and business with like-minded people who get it. Now, you've heard on the show, we've done challenges and things throughout the year within the society, but every year we've been doing this for about four years now. Around the fourth quarter, we do this big annual fast. So it's that time of year again. The theme for this fast is some things only come through prayer and fasting. That's scripture that you can find in both Matthew and in Mark. And our goal is to fast and to pray. Simple. No gimmicks, no pomp and circumstance, the basics of this walk and the lifestyle that we need to truly live out what God has called us to do and who he's called us to be. Our fasts always have just testimony after testimony. We have people who have gotten filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We've had people who were diagnosed with cancer, but it was no cancer found after the fast. People who've been believing in God for kids who were able to get pregnant. People who were believing in God for financial breakthrough, who got financial breakthrough. I mean, there was even a point in time where we were financially pouring into each other right within the group to where people's bills were getting paid, people's uh, mortgages were getting paid, groceries were being sent. It's truly just a beautiful, pure thing. And I really want you to be a part of it. Our fasts are always free, of course. Our society community is a paid membership community. But when we do these fasts and these challenges, they are always free. And you can choose to stay or not. It's totally up to you. So go to blessedandbossedup.com slash fast to pre-register right now. You'll get an email with all the instructions on how to activate your free trial into our community. But we ready. We got some prophets, some teachers, some pastors who are going to be pouring into us over the course of this fast. Of course, we're going to have prayer calls every single day, Bible study, all of the things 
And we're very, very excited. This is something that you don't want to miss. So again, go to blessedandbossedup.com slash fast. And then a second quick church announcement, we're still uh, offering holiday ad specials for those of you guys who have businesses and you want to promote right here on the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This show is phenomenal. We've reached uh, about 275,000 people a month globally right on this platform. So go to blessedandbossedup.com slash ad special to learn more about that. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email right through the website. And I think that's it. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. So in this video, I'm going to be doing a review of the year, but not about business, about life, motherhood, self-care, all of those things. First, let's talk about some lessons from this year. My biggest lesson, and my therapist has been pulling me together on, is that I need to take more breaks, delegate more, and just really, really prioritize my overall well-being. The problem is... I do a decent job at it, but as my business grows, I need to be a lot more intentional with it because it's very easy because I love what I do. I am, I just feel so excited and grateful and happy and appreciative to get to do what I do in business. I work with some people I love. I work with clients that I love. Like I really, really enjoy working. I remember even when I had my son, I started maternity leave early because child was big, couldn't breathe. And it was just time for me to go ahead and step off and get ready to have the baby. But even after like a month or so after, I was like itching to get back to work. So I like ended my maternity leave a little bit early because I just love what I do. And because of that, it's very easy to get sucked in and not really take the time for myself that I need. And I got to the point where some days, like I'm taking Tylenol multiple times throughout the week because I have a headache, because I've exerted so much energy and so much brain power into my business, into my client's business. I think my voice will go out because if I minimize what I do, I think and I speak for a living, right? So it's a lot of voice that I'm using and a lot of brain power I'm using. And if I'm not careful, I'll lose my voice and I'll end up taking Tylenol multiple times a week because I have a headache from using my brain so much. And biggest lesson is I have to take more time for active rest. I have to take more breaks throughout the day. And so something I'm going to start doing next year is I'm going to take a week off at the end of every single quarter. Um, before the year is over, I'm going to go ahead and book that time off. If I want to go somewhere for a trip, I'm going to plan it in advance, book the trip so I have to go, whatever it may be. Um, that's one of the things that my husband and I talk about. It's just, okay, one week out the year, I am taking time off. How am I going to spend it? What's my budget <laughs> for me to take this time off? And I'm not going to spend a whole week on vacation. Like I don't even want to leave my child for that long. But maybe I take a weekend and go on a staycation. Or maybe my husband and I do take a vacation together. Maybe we take a vacation as a family. Just really sitting down and planning those weeks every quarter that we're going to, that I'm going to have that active time off where I'm just spending time with the people I love and also spending time with myself and refilling. 
Something else I learned about myself this year is that I'm good at setting boundaries, but I bend them a lot for people I love. <laughs> and I have to learn more how to say no to people that I really, really care about. Because again, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. And I want to help the people that I love with whatever it is that I've committed to. I want to do it my best, but I found this year that a lot of times it's been at my own detriment. And so at that point is when it becomes a problem and I had to take a step back and make the necessary adjustments. So next year I have to, I still have not figured it out yet but I'm going to figure out a process to how I can really just evaluate instead of just hopping, yeah, I'll help you. Oh yeah, I'll do it. Just really taking a step back and evaluating, can I do it? Should I do it? And then make a decision from there. So I need to work out more because it's my nature to just say yes to people that I love to help them out. But I'm not setting myself up by success to think that I'm going to just change that overnight. So I have to figure out some type of process on what that's, what that's going to look like. So maybe it's, taking it to my husband and say, hey, such and such asked me to do this. What do you think? And having him hold me accountable to taking care of myself. I think that's something I may do. I still have to figure that out. But a big lesson is I bend my boundaries way too much for those that I love to the detriment of myself. Something that didn't work this year, I took an L on, was small rewards for big accomplishments. Like, y'all, I be tripping. This is why I have to go to therapy because I really be tripping. I would take myself out to eat for signing a big contract. Girl, first of all, you eat out all the time. So is that a reward? Like, do you even really need a reason to eat out? Because I'll eat out just because it's Wednesday. So signing a big contract and then going out to eat, the math ain't nothing as far as that being an adequate reward. Your reward system sucks. <laughs> so I would I would think I'd be I'm doing something to reward myself or to refill, but it just was not adding up. The effort that went into the thing was not equal to the refilling that happened. And so I'm going to do better. Again, this is why I'm in therapy. So that was a huge L I took. I just was not rewarding myself and really celebrating my accomplishments enough. Um, that's something I'm constantly working towards doing better at because my nature is, oh, great. woohoo! The next thing, though. Oh, great. Cool. The next thing, though, I never take the time to really just internalize and be grateful for what God is allowing me to accomplish. And that's a huge L, especially now as the things like as he continues to blow my mind more and more and more like I, I, I got to do better and I, and I will do better. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now, listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the gross, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. 
over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed, netsuite.com slash blessed, netsuite.com slash blessed. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Some things that have worked well, though, is definitely my diet just not eating meat and dairy just overall makes me feel good on a day-to-day. And um, I don't see myself going back at any point because of how I feel. So because I am so busy and all the things that I have going on, I think my diet really sets me up for success because I'm not feeling sluggish and weighed down by food and emotional and all of that that comes with not eating right. And so um, that's really worked well. And that's something I'm definitely going to continue. I just need to do better with drinking water. If y'all watched like a vlog, I think we had one around December where my husband and Jaleesa were fussing me out about not drinking water. So I got to do better because I will get zoned in and not eat or drink water. So that's why we're going back to she's going to take more breaks throughout the day. But, um, But the diet part, though, and just being very specific about that has been very helpful for me this year. Therapy has been very helpful for me this year. It's been a few months of me going to therapy and that lady don't let me get away with nothing. I usually can talk myself out of some things and she'd be like, just be looking like, oh, okay. But what about this though? And I'm like, dang, I thought I talked myself out of that, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, but therapy is very, has been very helpful for me and it's a non-negotiable for me. So like even going into next year, 
And it's so great that I usually have it on schedule. So when I leave one session, I make the appointment for the next one. And most of the time, something will happen like that Monday or I might be feeling a certain type of way or whatever the same week of the session and it's already there. So it's not something else that I have to do to go schedule a therapy session. It's just something that I do consistently every few weeks. And it's just really, really helping me to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and that I'm ta- I am setting myself up to be healthy and to be whole and to be well in the midst of this amazing life that God has allowed me to have. Amazing, but also a lot of work that God has allowed me to have is just really having somebody who is making sure that I'm taking care of myself. Um, that's a professional has been very, very helpful for me. And I'm definitely not giving that up. Started my day early. I've always been an early bird, but really like starting my day at the latest 5 a.m. is huge for me. It allows me to be extremely productive. Um, I'm able to do the most important things where my mind is the freshest. Like I, I love being up early before everybody else, just really getting things done and then going to bed at night. Um, so yeah, getting waking up early has worked wonders for me and I ain't giving that up. Something else that's been working well for me, um, I like to cook. And I'm real big on us eating well, too. Again, y'all know how I feel about making sure that not just me, but my husband and my son, we're all just eating high quality foods because eating terrible foods is the quickest way to just like set yourself up for failure and sickness and just a bunch of foolishness. Like We really, really have to eat well and feed our body premium fuel because we are premium kingdom citizens. Okay, but um Cooking takes a lot of time sometimes. So for me, during the week, only cooking meals that take 30 minutes or less, it's been very easy for me to cook throughout, like multiple times a week um, in the midst of everything else that I have going on by making sure that it only takes 30 minutes or less. So it takes me no time to get dinner prepared for us. And so that, just that small adjustment and that boundary of if it takes longer than 30 minutes, do it on a weekend or don't do it at all, has been very helpful to make sure that I'm eating well, my family's eating well, um, and we're maintaining that boundary of putting good things into our body. Something else that I started doing, my son now goes to daycare one day a week. So we have a nanny, she works full time. So now she alternates between um, Friday nights and then like Saturdays for a few hours during the day. And that's when me and BJ do our date nights. So that way I didn't have to like cut our hours or anything like that. But then we do send our son to daycare once a week because um, it's just an opportunity for him to get just get used to a school environment and to get used to playing with other children. Because these COVID babies are used to being by themselves. And my son is king. Like <laughs> he is so spoiled. And he is the light of everybody in my family's life because he's the first grandchild, the first baby. So spoiled is an understatement. That child, he acts just like me. So he's very demanding. He's very like sure of himself. He knows what he wants when he wants it. He communicates very well. So he's very clear on what it, what he wants, what he's going to do, what he's not going to do. Like that boy is something else. And so I wanted to get him somewhere where he's used to playing with other children. I'm not sold on the idea of sharing. Like I saw this TikTok video where they were like things I won't be teaching my kids. And so one person was saying like sharing because like, why? Like, why do you have to share? If if you don't want to, why? Right. And I'm like, you know what? That's true. Like, why do we force kids to do certain things? 
Um, but he is going to know how to, he does need to know how to behave in a school environment and be accommodating in some settings and socialize and things of that nature. Uh, so putting him in a school setting once a week is a way for us to slow walk it. Uh, eventually he'll go like maybe, maybe like a year before school, school starts. I'll have him go consistently, but for right now, just a way for him to just be a little bit more socialized. So he goes once a week and that has helped a lot because I work from home then once a week and he's not in the house. So with the nanny, he's in the house. So I'm usually, if I'm working from home, I'm like in our room because otherwise when they're out playing um, or she's preparing his snack, we always know at 11 o'clock, he gonna come out singing, messing with us. BJ works from home too. So he's gonna be messing with us, singing, doing the most. And uh, 11 o'clock and then at like one something when his lunch happens. And then after his nap around maybe like 3.34, he gonna be turned again. And it's nice to have him and our nanny there and you know, knowing he's safe, having him in the house. But it's also nice on them Fridays when he gone and the house is quiet all day. That is a beautiful, a beautiful day. So that has worked really well for us um, this year. And we'll continue that until he starts going somewhere full time. And then prayerfully, um, by then, there'll be another kid in the house. But uh, yeah, so that's worked really well for me this year. Um, but next year, some things I'm definitely going to start implementing or just keep up is going to therapy, continuing to keep up with my diet taking more breaks throughout the day. One of the things that um, my therapist and I talked about that I'm gonna start doing even before next year is actually taking a lunch break. So usually I'll eat real quick if I eat and then get back to work, um, but actually taking a break throughout the day. So I set my calendar to where for about an hour around noon, no calls, no meeting, no nothing. I'm actually taking a lunch break and I'll watch a show, do whatever, I want to do during that hour period and then get back to work and also having just some breaks even beyond that so uh even after my day is over so usually i will work till like 4 30 when our nanny leaves and i go straight to family time i'll cook dinner hang out with bj and the baby might go to the park whatever but really working in some time between work and then family mode for me because i was going straight into it that that's not necessarily working because i'm not taking care of me. And so um, next year and even the rest of this year, I'm going to make sure my day ends maybe around four versus 4.30. So that way I can give myself maybe even until five before I go back into family mode. Um, so that's something I'm definitely going to start doing and just figuring out how else throughout the break, how else throughout the day I can start taking breaks. Something my husband does is a couple times throughout the day, he goes for a walk. So that gives him a time to get from in front of the computer, debrief, relax his mind for a second. It's getting cold, so don't think I can do that. But just following his lead, just taking a moment away from the computer, really prioritizing that I think will be really good for me. So that's something I'm going to do for self-care as well next year. So anything you guys been doing to take care of yourself and making sure you don't fall into your workaholic ways? Because I told you guys, I have to tame my inner hustler. That's not a one-time thing. In order for me to stay submitted to God, That is, I have to be consistent with taming that inner person who wants to grind and make things happen. I have to constantly keep her buried so that I can maintain that position and that pace. So let me know anything that you guys do for self-care um, in the comments and any suggestions that you have for me. 
But that's it for this video. Make sure that you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so that you don't miss when we do another one. And I'll see you in the next video. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.